everybody, and welcome to Numbers Go Up, fanbyte.com's podcast for all things live games. I am your host, Merritt Kay, and joining me, as always, uh, is uh, Stephen Strom, managing editor at fanbyte.com. Hi, it's me on my first podcast of the day. Yeah, nice and fresh. Uh, uh-huh. Just You know, just got up, so um, at 6 p.m., and uh, also joining me, as always, is uh, Fanbyte Guiding Light, Colin McGregor. Hello, everybody. Hey, hi. How's it going, everyone? Good. Good. I'm, just, I'm just admiring our producer, Jordan's wife, here uh, as he sends photos Jordan's of her wife. In, 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 in Monster Hunter. Very, the very, It's a very good outfit. Now, this is the festival, the, the kind of carnival-inspired Monster Hunter stuff. Yes, that um, we'll get to that in the news section, I'm sure. We'll but, get to um, that later. But let's yeah. start off by crossing the thin line between light and dark. And I guess just walking into dark because we're talking about Destiny 2. We got a new Beyond Light trailer. To, was that today? This morning? Yes, that, that was that first seems this like, morning. That seems like it was 48 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so much has happened. Everything keeps happening so much. Beyond Light, new trailer that shows off the stasis abilities that Guardians will be able to play around with when the Beyond Light expansion drops in November. Uh, it looks like this is going to be like a cold-focused energy, which is interesting because we already do have the weapon Cold Heart, which was an arc weapon. <laughs> which is um, very funny to me to this day. <laughs> maybe it'll change, who knows. But um, yeah. yeah, so stasis is a... Uh, a kind of, it seems to be emphasizing uh, stopping things, either freezing enemies or creating like icy pillars. And I didn't expect it to literally just be ice. Yeah. Um, right. I thought it would be kind of void looking constructs, but I guess that kind of makes sense. And um, it sort of fits <laughs> in with Europa, but I kind of wonder how that stuff is going to look when you're using it elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, you say it's just ice type stuff. And I think they're kind of going for something a little bit, you know, it's columnar basalt pillar formations, you know, in the grand tradition of video games. Um, yeah. But that hunter do throw a grenade that is just maze ice wall from overwatch at one point in that. Yes. Trailer. Yes. That's what that looked familiar to. I mean, it's also kind of the void wall grenade, but it just makes ice instead. And, um, and you can step on it, I think is the big thing. Right. That's, that's cool. terrain manipulation. Yeah. It looks like there's some, uh, some elements of kind of puzzle platforming. It's kind of a make your own jumping puzzle situation yeah. because we have characters shooting blasts of energy that hit walls and that sprout uh, platforms off of them. God, can you imagine if every single class in the game has a different kind of platform that it summons? And so we're just going to relitigate the like who has the better jump <laughs> argument during platforming <laughs> sections? <laughs> Now, okay. hunters, they can make a platform, but titans, they can make a wall. And warlocks, they... Uh, they just hover. We just they, hover. They just we sort of do longer. their own thing. Yeah, really? they do like the sort of uh, Bobby Drake Iceman from the X-Men thing, where they kind of like <laughs> surfboard uh, on ice. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm 100% about this, if that's what we're getting. I'm, I'm that really, would be pretty cool. I'm very curious if they're going to work this into kind of the platforming of the game. Like, if they'll hide secrets that'll you'll need like a hunter to get to because it looks like the hunter's the one that throws the uh, the wall grenade. So I'm really I'm really interested to see if they're kind of how they're going to kind of utilize that cuz it's the first time I think we've ever had a traversal ability in Destiny and I'm really kind of like interested to see how that works. 
with like yeah. other activities, like just with like stuff like Outbreak Prime. And I would say the Whisper, but that's oh. kind of going away. Like I'm really interested to. Uh, maybe that's why they're they're vaulting everything, <laughs> just so we don't break the picture yeah. further. Yeah, because being able to let us build a wall to climb on would probably only break the raids even further. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like you'd be able to use that to do some fun out of bound stuff. But uh, so I was asking myself when I saw this come up, like, wait a second, what is void light again? Uh, because solar and arc are like, oh, it's fire and electricity, like from video games. And then void is like, so it's kind of like darkness. And the answer is no, it's not. It's cosmic background vacuum energy. And, uh, as I saw it explained on Reddit, uh, the, the universe in physics is thought to be made up of four fundamental forces. There's right. gravity, the right. strong nuclear force, electromagnetism, and the weak nuclear force, or radiation. Uh, so void would be gravity, solar would be the strong nuclear force, arc would be electromagnetism, and fuck the weak nuclear force. Mm -hmm. um, maybe if it yeah. wasn't so weak, Get out it of could here, be in a video game. This ain't borderlands. This maybe, ain't darkness, <laughs> maybe darkness <laughs> is the, uh, the weak nuclear force. Maybe. Um, God, yeah, what if it's all just, like, uh, the darkness is just Liquid Snake from Metal Gear Solid, it's like, you got all the strong nuclear force, while I was left <laughs> with the weak nuclear force. I'm really, God. I'm really interested, though, because we actually, like, what I assume is got a glimpse at the Ultimates, I'm curious if it's gonna be, like, uh, what we have now, we'll have three trees, or if they're just only gonna start us off with one, and then, like, as, like, I guess the seasons progress, we gradually unlock them, because... The three alts looked kind of cool. I'm a little concerned that the Warlock one looks a little too much like Nova Warp from at least like the clip we saw where he kind of just does a big AOE explosion around himself. But like the Titan one reminds me of like the old Fist of Havoc where he would basically just punch the ground once and kill everything around him. So, I mean, it's just like a you're the Titan main, Steven. What do you think of the, the like the, the 180 shockwave uh, of walls that you basically make? Yeah, I mean... First off, it doesn't seem like it necessarily just kills them. It seems like shattering after you... It, it seems like this power seems based around like the idea of um, almost combos in a Mass Effect 3 mm. slash Anthem style. Right. Mm -hmm. Where, where like in that trailer, they literally put up in big, bold letters, SHATTER! And they show, um, I believe, a warlock freezing a group of enemies and then a titan coming from off screen and pummeling into them and breaking them into a million pieces. So... I think it's a little bit more uh, varied than just, like, kill them all kind of stuff. I right. think it is going to be um, a little bit more of a mix-up. And I think they have said, maybe I'm misremembering this or maybe I was lied to, but I think they did say that these won't work just like a fourth class that you pick on the subtree list. It'll be, like, something more mixed into your regular abilities a bit more or something oh. along those lines. I thought I saw that somewhere, but maybe I am completely misrepresenting Bungie in this one. I mean, that would be that would make sense for. I, I think that's what a lot of players have wanted is a lot more customizability in the in the subclasses because it's the one thing we really don't have a ton of control over. If you pick this tree, you got four choice. You've you're locked into four specific abilities. It would be interesting if they kind of made uh, the darkness kind of its own subclass, where you can kind of pick and choose what sections of like, the subclass you would want, I think. So what I want to know about, like, the the walls, or, like, can it soak damage? Can you use it to, like, block a boss's attack? Or right. can you use it to kind of, like, stun enemies? And then 
when you mentioned combos, I started thinking, like, do you think the abilities for the Warlock, the Hunter, and the Titan are designed to, like, synergize with one another, like, effectively as a mechanic? Because they've never really done that, and they've always... I feel like that's something that would be really cool in Destiny, is to have the different classes' abilities kind of, like, synchronize or work better uh, in a more, like, interesting way, other than, like, throws down Well of Radiance to save the teammates so you can Nova Bomb in it or something. It seems like that's kind of what they were alluding to in that trailer with the... So the one of the other moves that I don't think is an existing Titan thing or an exotic thing that they show a Titan doing is kind of this forward, super long lunge. Not quite a Syntheseps... L- longer than a Syntheseps lunge and shorter than the kind of like um, downwards crash move on the uh, middle tier Titan, I want to say. Uh, melee attack where it's this sort of forward attack. It's It doesn't have the angle to it. And that was what they used to shatter the enemies that the Warlock froze. And I think that is maybe what they are leaning into here, which, hey, if that's what they want to take from Anthem and Mass Effect 3, those are two of the coolest systems from Anthem and yeah. Mass yeah. Effect 3. So. Yeah, let's do it. The only thing that I don't love is that I think it's really silly that warlocks have like a magic wand made out of ice. <laughs> it looks kind of corny. And like, I feel like warlocks have never really been just like straight up fucking Gandalfs. Like, <laughs> right. They're like warriors too. Like they're right. warrior scholars. And I just don't see a warlock having a little wand, like Harry Potter style going like mm. darkness attack. <laughs> Expelliarmus. I mean, it feels like they're really leaning into the space, space magic jokes of, of warlocks mm. being like the magicians, the mages of the three. Uh, but I, I do see the uh, the your point there, Merritt. The staff is like, at like first glance, it's cool, but it might be a little silly in action. I, we don't really get a clear picture of what the warlocks does. It just seems like he pulls the staff out of things, die around him. But like the hunters is kind of cool. He throws those ice picks at the giant... Uh, Sepix Prime robots, and they like there's like these big uh, storm like ice clouds that form around it, which could be a really like cool like AOE. And there's multiple yeah. ones, so maybe he gets like multiple charges of it, so he can throw it multiple times. It's all very interesting and very vague in the very bungee way, where you 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 can only like va- vaguely speculate, and we're probably completely wrong, like regardless of what our our thoughts are on it. Yeah, I, would- I mean. Yeah, that's the nature of the the beast, I guess. Yeah, I wonder, too, if it is a thing where that seems like a, especially if they're leaning into the idea that the um, different classes will have very different uh, weapon types that they will be summoning a little bit more here that are more distinct. That feels ripe for cosmetics. And if you wanted to, like, have a different shape to your staff that makes it look more like a big, giant, like, bow staff or uh, more of a mace or something like that, like... Maybe that's something that they could allow for. Um, and then maybe you merit, you just need to, you know, throw some bright dust down maybe. on something that makes it look cooler. They haven't done that for the existing weapons, though. I mean, because no. we are, we already do have like light weapons, right? Like, right. Um, Dawnblade and. Uh, just saying, if they, if they need more stuff Arc to Strider. put into the Eververse. I mean, listen, we all know that if Bungie gave me more ways to give them money, then I probably would. <laughs> and I think so would a lot of other people. And everyone would complain about it. You did just I, try to buy a cookbook. I did like, just off, try to buy a cookbook. <laughs> yeah, right before we started, I did just try to buy their cookbook. Um, yeah, I mean, sh- guys, yeah, sure, whatever. Just fucking 
let me change the color of my uh, darkness beam. Yeah, um, like make the make the chaos reach beam more like a Ghostbusters beam looking right. proton restore, pack thing. Restore old style uh, chaos reach uh, effects. <laughs> For ten dollars, it, it just blinds everyone. On it the just map. increases the bloom to five thousand uh, percent. Yeah, what was it? What else was I gonna say about this? Oh, whenever I watch one of these trailers, I'm like, this doesn't this doesn't look like Destiny when I play it. Why? What am I doing wrong? And then I'm like, mm. oh, there's no UI or damage numbers or mm. anything. It's mostly in third person. So I'm just like, maybe I just want to play destiny with like no UI because, uh, it looks so cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm kind of amazed now with as popular as they become. Destiny doesn't have a photo mode at all. Does it? No, no. They, have a, they have a, okay. So there's a, you can turn the HUD off completely and there's, there's a, there's a glitch in the game that they don't remove because people use it for photo mode where you can, uh, it's like swap your supers uh, or swap your subclasses like mid super. I think for certain classes like the warlock, and it'll it'll take your guns away completely from the uh, from like your your you'll still be holding the gun, but visually your screen will be completely right. blank. So, so then no you HUD, can take a photo of someone else. Yeah. So you basically become a camera uh, essentially, and that's why you see like in a lot of the like the the destiny youtuber like when they do like the bigger like when bife does like his stuff like they'll do stuff like that where it gives it kind of a more cinematic feel but yeah no 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 photo mode which feels like ripe for destiny given how absolutely gorgeous the game is sometimes it's a good looking game like just yeah give me a final fantasy 14 style like mm-hmm. uh fucking you know just let me take photos of my shit let me just let me let my space wizard like just bask on a rock in the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect, um, perfect way to advertise emotes too. Like maybe right. Bungie just needs to be like approaching this from a more capitalist standpoint is what Merritt and I are saying. I yeah. Think here. Bungie should be more bad about microtransactions. Yeah. Uh, they should. Yeah. They should just the community like will love more... it. the community will love it. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, they, we, no, we, no season of the Eververse. It's not okay. just a name. It's a family philosophy. It's not just a family philosophy. It's what you have to do this entire season. Just farm bright dust. Sorry. It's not just what you have to do this season. It's also a family philosophy. <laughs> um, it always comes back. Let Make make them make uh, fucking, what's his name? A character. Fenchurch. Put Fenchurch in the fucking game. Unless he's yes. dead. No, he can't right. be because she still talks about him. Uh, uh, yeah, she talks about him. But well, have you ever yeah, seen her she... and Fenchurch in the same room at the same time? Hmm. Fenchurch is under the floorboards of the tower. Mm-hmm. I when Fenchurch finally shows up, that's when shit's gonna get really real. Yeah, when we find out that Fenchurch looks just like Zer, and we realize that the real Zer died between Whoa. Destiny One and Two. <sighs> But if Fenchurch is just Savathun, like he's just like okay. that's the big reveal. Is we've been being is Eva has been uh, not Eva uh, Tess has been trying to warn us the entire time, and she just can't, and we just won't get the hint because we hate her so much. And then honest, so so you're saying that Eververse is a Savathun plot? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Honestly, ah. like a season where we have to like track down like the Eververse family, like the Everis, I guess, family vault or something like that, and just mm-hmm. like hey. 
hey, Guardians, we've, you know, we really fucked up and we had all this, like, cool treasure and then the Vex came and wanted it. They stole all there, our emotes. They stole our emotes. You just run into They're these Vex who are just dancing and, like, <laughs> doing the robot and, like, doing, like, TikTok dances. <laughs> I feel like that would be, like, such a fun quest that Bungie could knock out of the park, though. It's just, like, this stupid, silly quest where, like, yeah. all right, so the, the Vex are all in different shade. They're all in Buttermark now, Merritt. All the, all the Vex are wearing Buttermark. We have to go stop them they're just stealing the supplies like i think that would be because we we don't like learn anything about tess in eververse like it's basically just there and it exists it's like the one part of the the tower that like is never brought up ever like even banshee had like some story moments during forsaken around Cade, but like not tess we don't talk about tess in eververse and tess doesn't talk about us tess ain't no snitch i mean i I think it'd be really fun to do something like that. I would really... I, they're not going to do it, because I think the community's hatred for Eververse is, is too to all... Oh. Is too all, unless it was, like, them, like, signifying we're getting rid of Eververse, I think them doing anything remotely around Eververse would just blow up in their face. I think people just... Unless they do just go for, like, the silliest thing they can possibly think of. Yeah, I think Merritt's idea for like emoting Vex or something like that, <laughs> that would is be amazing. Really fucking, fucking funny. I would fucking like, love that. They're, they're they're in Spider's Club, just dancing it up. <laughs> Guardian, they they are trying to understand human emotion. They've they have been watching you this entire time, simulating your actions, and now they have God. stolen your moves. Guardian, they're all vibing to that terrible song <laughs> from the first Destiny. <laughs> they all love it. Uh, Paul McCartney is the heart of the Black Garden. Oh fuck! It's him. Guardian, run, Guardian! Oh my god, this is too good. We put this this in here. Bungie, Bungie, return my emails. Get back to us on this one. We have we have big ideas that you should you should follow up on. Get on the horn and uh, and and chat with us. Um, These are the questions Jeff should have been asking. Until why won't you let why won't you let the vex vibe? Let them vibe. They simply want to vibe. Honestly. Don't kill goblins. They're just trying to vibe. Just observe them mm-hmm. in their natural environment, and yeah. uh, they're just hanging out. It's cool. And don't shoot their juice boxes, and don't knock <laughs> off their heads. This is a goblin respect zone. Uh, we exactly. respect goblins on this podcast. Yeah. Not hobgoblins. Fuck those guys. But, no, fuck hobgoblins, goblins, but goblins, and then also the little floaty boys. Harpies. Harpies. harpies yeah. Also yeah. also love harpies. They're so cute. Yeah. I was gonna say I would love like a like a model harpy that sat upright on my desk. That'd be cool. Like maybe mm. if it like the the top unscrewed off of it, like the eyeball unscrewed and it was a mug that I'd I'd drink out of a harpy mug. Uh-huh. Drink that juice straight out. <laughs> drink that juice, yeah. Drink uh-huh. that Just put milk. milk in there. Mm-hmm. Uh did you have you seen the voice line yet where I uh, the drifter talks about eating hive eyes to oh, Eris. Oh no, no, I think I he told me about it. But yeah. yeah, I think he talks about Vex milk too. But um, yeah, good. he's he's like, yeah, you eat hive eyes, you got a real crazy eye. And she's just like, how naive do you think I am? Um, and also, she has Vex eyes, so she's just tripping constantly. And I think we did talk about this last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, about how Eris Morn is just um, she just sees the world. As yeah, she sees the world as just like totally vibing constantly. That's oh, why wow. she's always so like weird. Um, but until Luke gets back to us, let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah, there was a lot. There's going a bunch on. of games. Yeah, 
Um, well, even just in the Destiny universe, we also have uh, one of the announcements today during the Xbox Series X first-party showcase. Destiny 2 is not a first-party game, but it is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah that's With pretty all wild. The expansions too, which is the great Beyond Light included, uh, which that's is wild. I think, which is yeah, that's I didn't expect. I expected like. When I first heard Game Pass, I'm like, all right, so they're probably just giving people Forsaken, maybe Shadowkeep, but no, it's everything. I think that's going to, I think we're going to see a huge boost in Destiny players uh, on November 10th when it goes live, and then a subsequent huge drop-off when they realize the grind they have to go through (laughs) when they join Destiny. I bet they'll up the light level floor in Beyond Light. they have to. They have Um, to, right? I bet they'll up it to like a thousand... Mm, yeah yeah they kind of usually do that i feel like that or hopefully i think the better solution but probably not a solution we're going to get in this next expansion is just like completely redo the power system in general the fact that you start that if you're a brand new player in destiny you start at 750 it's just such an arbitrary random number (laughs) like it makes no sense and the power grind is the worst part of the game but that's probably a bigger ask than this expansion is going to deal with. Maybe maybe Lightfall in 2022. Jordan does specify that it's console Game Pass, so not the PC version. Uh, That's only correct. Until, yeah, next year. So yeah. you won't get the PC version, so you'll have to play probably what I would describe as the objectively worst version of uh, Destiny well, 2 on but the Xbox thing is, One. Oh, on one? It's not going to be on... Uh, the new ones? Be, it has to be on Series X, right? I'm sure it'll... Well, yeah. it, all games are going to be backwards compatible, yeah. so I'm sure it'll run on there. I don't know what the load times will look like on there. If right. Be significantly better or not. I would assume not they would be better, but um, yeah, Jordo is mentioning that uh, Bungie said they are releasing a series of Destiny 2 that will be optimized for the Series X, including 4K resolution and running at 60 frames per second. Good. And that will be available via Smart Delivery. So if you already own Destiny 2 on Xbox One because you're a pervert um, (laughs) and you're one of the 12 people who plays it on Xbox. Shouts out to Nikki Grayson. Shouts out to Nikki. (laughs) But we converted Nikki to uh, PC gaming. That is true. um, So that's pretty cool. God, imagine having a 4K television. I can't. I simply cannot comprehend it. Um, Do you not have one? No. Oh. Do you? I yes. Oh. No, I just have an HDMI TV. Yeah. Oh I'm, no, I'm, I mean I'm the same. I don't have a 4K. Or like or I, monitor, I mean. My yeah, TV is even okay. worse. But oh, let's no. not talk about my TV. That's fine. Um I'm just, you know, I I didn't mean to brag or anything like that. I just thought most I, people oh, had a 4K. I, I just thought they were HDR still I, I don't I don't think I realized uh Maybe at some point they became like for normal people. I think I'm just stuck five years ago <laughs> when they were like, when Apple was like, we are going to be supporting 4K. And I was like, no, what the fuck? No, <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, I'm good. I'm fine, uh, fam. It's fine. Speaking of Nikki, we did run Scourge of the Past last week. Mm. And yes. uh, later today, as of Friday, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is Friday yeah. the 24th, uh, we're doing Eater of Worlds on the uh, the Fanbyte Raid Tour, the Raid yes. Retrospective. Uh, the Raid Retrospective. I think uh, I might have some branding for us, finally. Mr. Callus's Magical Mystery Tour <laughs> of <laughs> Raids. You've never done Scourge up until this point. What did you What did you think of it? What do you think of it compared to kind of 
Leviathan. I know we talked about it when it released, but like kind of what were your what are your thoughts on that you've had like kind of a week to sit on on Scourge? Uh, it's super fun. Um, I'd say it's about the best raid in Destiny that I've played so far. It's great that they give you the best uh, heavy weapon in the game on your first run every time. Uh, I think that's very generous of them. <laughs> uh, they, they just give anarchy away like that. To you and Dylan. Just to t- both of us, yeah. <laughs> Two of us got uh, anarchy. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did it again the day after. <laughs> I Still know you did. It. I feel so bad, but I can't stop laughing. It is, is, that bad? It is very funny. And to be fair, oh. I did get a thousand voices, my first last wish. Mm. So eh. that's how it works. Everybody gets one that their first time, and then the rest will never show up again. Yeah, I got Vex Mythoclast in Destiny One, but that was by the time that it was made useless by the right. um, Year Two nerf or whatever. Um, mm. So I never got to really use it for anything fun. Uh, that's a weapon I would love to see them bring back into Destiny. Two, well, if they're, but if they're bringing Garden back, it's most surely is going to be coming with it. I would assume Vault people, of Glass, rather Vault of Glass, yeah, uh, not Vault of Grass. Um, Vault of Grass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of grass in the garden or in that's the uh, in the forest. So. Um, but- yeah, no, but legitimately, though, uh, Scourge of the Past rules. It was a really tight, I think, didn't overstay its welcome type raid. I think Bungie, I think uh, so far, some of the best raids, like the best, most balanced and like not frustrating raids in Destiny history have been the Fallen themed ones. I think they've yeah. come up with some really good, cool ideas for those, including in this case, a giant Metal Gear. Um, who appear to be, like, the, it seems like they're smaller versions. They've basically created geckos um, from Metal Gear Solid 4 in uh, Beyond Light by the looks of things. And I'm very excited to see more of that stuff, because the Fallen are just super interesting, um, and their technology always looks very cool. And similar to Skirt, no, sorry, Wrath of the Machine from Destiny 1, it wasn't one that felt like, I, th- I feel like there were higher highs in Destiny 1. I feel like King's Fall mm. has the highest highs of any raid, but it's also just like full of a bunch of bullshit platforming, whereas Scourge of the Past, uh, similar to Wrath of the Machine, doesn't really have any of that. It's just very fun. You know, we before we go, we should, uh, before we go on, we should mention, Merit, you made it to the end of the Sparrow section. I know you were, you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, I that's did. That's the big accomplishment of the raid, yeah, you actually. And I, you and I hit the buttons. Yeah, we hit the buttons. I was very proud of myself for making it to the end of the giant fireball Sparrow race for the first time in my life. <laughs> and, and now we gotta now we gotta teach you how to hit all the buttons on the way, Stephen, which is even more of a headache to do if you're not great at driving the sparrow. Now what's that for again? Okay, so for mod. So, <laughs> so the there's a secret chest in uh Scourge of the Past. What you have to do is you have to hit six buttons on the way. Six, huh? Yes, yeah, six buttons, and they're on. Well, different two paths, different so people have to do it because yeah. they they diverge. So. Yeah, they, oh. so they diverge in different areas. So you have to have like people like kind of like, all right, I'm gonna get the right one, I'm gonna get the left one, and then it'll open. You know that big room where you punch the uh, the punch the door closed. There's a door that'll open to your left that you actually drive the sparrow through, and it'll take you to another area, and then the secret chest is there. It will unlock, uh, you will can get any piece of gear I believe you found in the raid for up until that point out of that chest, along with the Fallen mods, which are very rare and very coveted, especially as we're going into Beyond Light, which are the Fallen mod, which is Fallen. 
And then you can get the uh, Exotic Sparrow from the raid, which has the perk that makes enemies shoot at you less when you're driving it, which is always nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although, of course, that's primarily useful in Scourge only of in the that. Past. <laughs> only in Scourge of the Past, yeah. Well, uh, but it, it isn't only because it is useful in prof Prophecy uh, now, but mm, that's also yes. going away next season. So is very strange. <laughs> just yeah. for one season, though, it is coming back. Uh, it's just a temporary thing that has to do with how they built it um, because yeah. everything in that game is built on just like a pile of <laughs> elastic bands and paper clips at this point. Yeah, the uh, Tangled Shore, you know how the Tangled Shore is like yeah, a Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, you're actually it's, looking it, into Destiny's coding. Is it's just a bunch of yeah, rocks exactly. tied together. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> In space, uh, floating there. You, that's the bungee office. Do we want to move on? Sure. <laughs> well, let's talk about some other games. Sea of Thieves. The Ashley yes. Wins update was delayed till July 29th. Uh, I believe we talked about this update last week. They're yes. adding that, that fight flamethrower skull and some other yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah it seems cool as hell. Yeah, I nothing, really want to play this game. Yeah, it's it's very fun. I think also it. worth noting that uh, Sea of Thieves developer Rare announced a game in the Xbox Games uh, show earlier today. That game had actually been announced for like it, seven months or something. Oh, okay. Shows how much I know. They just never showed anything. They never yeah, showed they just it. never showed anything. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they showed that, and it looks kind of neat. Uh, you can hear more Ever of wild. my thoughts and other people's thoughts on that on the podcast we did about that today in the FanWidth feed. And right. they said they have learned a lot from their experience working on Sea of Thieves for this. So... Whether that means it's going to turn out to be a similar kind of game with sort of drop-in, drop-out co-op remains to be seen, but maybe. I, I assume, I assume it, it means they don't want, they know now that people don't want to just keep running treasure chests to just rank up an arbitrary number. They want things to actually do in the game that mm. aren't like super grindy because that was Sea of Thieves' like biggest Right. Like, they, they're going to skip was, the first two years of the game yeah. and just go straight to year three <laughs> because they realize that year three is when most games start to get really good. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of exciting, but not a whole lot to say about that right now. Uh, we also uh, live streamed that, so yes. uh, that should yeah, also be up on YouTube. Uh, Call of Duty has... Uh, it's a new season, uh, begins August 5th. Uh, there was a bunch of mysterious videos and care packages sent out to streamers like Nick Merckx uh, that had, like, USB thumb drives, and everybody had, like, a different part of a video, like, surveillance feed, uh, showing, like, a five-second clip of something happening on the map. The running theory right now is that the map's going to get nuked, and there's either it's either going to be, like, a, a broken-down version of the map, or we're just getting a new one entirely, which has been something that the community has been really clamoring for because people are getting really sick of the Call of Duty map. And I'm curious to see kind of what they do. And that we'll know more about that on August 5th. And then Merritt's favorite game, Borderlands hey, 3. Sorry, sorry, Colin. One one quick thing about Call of Duty before we move on from it. Sure. It's, uh, you say new season begins August 5th. It's July 23rd. They yeah. still have not announced a new Call of Duty game for the year 2020, yeah, which is buck wild. This has got to be the latest in a year. Like, obviously, it's a crazy think, year. Do you think they are? Do you think they're just waiting? Like, well, that's my question. Like, uh, like, are they going to announce? Like, this would be the first year that they have taken off of a Call of Duty game right. in a long time. But also, people fucking love Warzone. People love Warzone. Right. People love uh, Battle Royale. It probably costs less than developing a whole new campaign. 
Right. Yeah. I think so. So people want like uh, people like the the Black Ops storyline a lot more than I think the Modern Warfare storyline in most cases. Um, I think that's the only thing that maybe would get people. I think you are right though, and I, I was thinking about this when I was writing it a little bit that we haven't like had any thoughts. And now that you mention it, like I almost feel like it would be better if they took a year off because Warzone is so wildly popular still that I feel like whatever Call of Duty would do, it either a handicap Warzone completely and make the game basically like nobody would play it that really, right. or it would hurt whatever the next uh Treyarchs I believe is the next one uh, up whatever their call of duty is next uh in line especially since like Tre- Infinity Ward clearly has no signs of stopping updating their game uh yeah. I'm I'm very interested to to see what the future of Call of Duty is as somebody who's always casually enjoyed the series as like the stupid like popcorn blockbuster that it is of gaming yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so odd, because it, like, skipping a year is so antithetical to the Bobby Kotick, um, like, model of just right. running a franchise ragged until it, the wheels come off, and <laughs> I don't think they've, I don't think they've skipped a year of right. Call of Duty since, like, four came out, right? No, or even, maybe, e- maybe two. No, even after, like, the disaster that was Ghosts, that when it came out, they're like, no, we're still going, man, we're soldiering on, we're dealing yeah. with it. Like, no, I can't actually think of a, a, a year where, and recently, where they've really, like, taken a, a step back. Like, even Ubisoft, for a while, like, took a step back and, like, you know oh. what? Let's let's get it. Let's have a year to settle, to really work it out, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll, um, We'll, uh, we'll come back make, stronger. Yeah, we'll come back stronger. Sorry, Jordan talking about a spider on his microphone arm just made me check my microphone out of sheer paranoia as as the arachnophobe that I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean the spiders can come through the wires. That's important to Why are let you everybody like know. This? I'm gonna just I'm gonna go set my house on fire and then I'll come back. Oh, just I'll like be- in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ground. Yeah. Uh, kill it with fire. Yeah. I think the anyway, full game uh, of that is actually coming out or is out now. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a live game, but it's it not. Ain't. So we can't talk it's about not. it. Sorry. No. It doesn't have numbers and they don't go up. Goodbye. Uh, we can talk about Borderlands 3 now, though. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, so Borderlands 3 news, the hotfix was live today. There's a bunch of notes in it, but the, the three main ones I kind of pulled from it that are of note. The Fabricator, which if you haven't played Borderlands or haven't finished Borderlands, uh, is a gun that shoots more guns uh, for you to collect. And normally they're really shitty guns. Uh, they're only really useful in the beginning. You basically pay like with the game's like super rare currency, Iridium. Uh, they're adding a legendary version of this, so you can get the orange tier uh, weapons. Uh, so fires one to three out for 250 Iridium a shot. That should make looting, uh, farming a little easier. Legendary gear will also be in vending machines, which is exciting uh, for somebody who opens up the vending machine and sees nothing but blues and, and purples. And then 20 bosses are getting uh, got dedicated loot pool adjustments to make farming easier. They're just trying to take, I think, some of the grind out so people can hop into the higher uh, mayhem tiers and enjoy the game. But that's there's also like some character and bug balancing, but those are the three like core core things. I have a question, Colin. Sure. 
Is Borderlands 3 still just a game where you, like, the end game of Borderlands 3 is you just keep playing the story missions over and over again on harder difficulties that adjust over time? Like, they have Mayhem 10, Mayhem 20, whatever? Um, yes and no. They've added, like, some some kind of, I don't want to say they're raids, but they've added endgame-esque activities and encounters okay. that, to, for people to aspire to. Uh, I remember when the, I don't remember the name, but I know I watched some of it when it first came out, and people were struggling with it because they're actually really difficult. But it, it's very much still a lot of a lot of your time is going to be spent just scaling the difficulty levels and farming that bosses, sucks which sucks so I know, hard. It's not. I it's can't the, imagine uh, replaying Borderlands Three again and again which, and again. It's a lot of the reason I checked out because I mean, sure, you do have the end game activities uh, now. But especially when the game launched, that's all that was there is really to just keep replaying that. Or they're like arena mode uh, with Mr. Torque, which is basically just like a wave-based mode to get loot. It's all... This is like Borderlands' problem with me is Destiny has like endgame like activities, something like that. Or even Monster Hunter or Warframe. And, and Borderlands just never felt like it had a real endgame outside of like make guys stronger to do higher boss missions, which is, I don't know, that's not personally appealing to me. More power to you if you like it. I know Merit loves her Borderlands 3, well, so... that's because, like, it seemed like when this game came out that it wasn't a live game, which was very surprising. Yeah. And right. uh, I remember Paul Tassi being like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It just seems like a game that you can, like, finish with still having that progression in it. But then they started releasing all these, these expansions for it, and it's like, so it kind of is. There's, like, events and stuff. And uh, it, it just feels like they don't really, again, it just feels like they haven't really looked at any of the lessons of live games since Borderlands came out. They just made another one and people like it. So why would, why would they change it? Yeah, I it's, guess. Yeah. It's, it's more or less like one foot in, one foot out with the live game service. Yeah. It's still releasing like big expansions, but I don't think Gearbox like fully understands like what goes into making people like really pick up a live game because i think borderlands's biggest pro biggest problem right now is i mean it's not i guess it's not as much of a problem but bungie and other place other companies like uh capcom or uh have made like a real effort to try to get new players back into their game and and gearbox it just never feels tenable to get into borderlands like i i picked it up to do the the dlc the, the bounty and blood and I was just like completely like my eyes just like glazed over at everything, and it all just feels very samey. It's very difficult, I think, to hop back in to to Borderlands. But uh, I mean, that leads to to one game I have gotten back into thanks to thanks to Steven, It is Monster Hunter. I've I've actually started. I I killed Nir Nier Gigante uh, a week oh, ago, yeah. which I'm very excited Fuck about. That guy. Finally, finally got him down, and then I'm now getting my ass kicked by. A giant, like I guess it's like a steel dragon thing. Like, cause none of my attacks seem to do Wait. a damn thing. Oh to it. yeah, I hate like, that it guy. Just, it just flies around and it just manhandles it just me. Makes, all of my attacks is tornadoes and stuff. Yeah, you gotta get Everything an elder seal weapon. You poison gotta get an elder seal or poison okay. weapon yeah. so you can shoot through its fucking. A tornado Barrier. defense yeah fuck that guy although honestly the thing i love about monster hunter is like monsters can seem so just obscenely it's just like wow this is ridiculous there's no way anyone could do this fuck this video game and then you go <laughs> and like you get some different armor and weapons and you like learn the pattern and you're like 
I I have turned you into a suit now. I'm wearing you <laughs> as shoes. So like, how? What do you think about that? I'm gonna kill more of you to make pants. Um, so it's like maybe I should start playing that again too. Well, because I feel like yeah. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a few months of Destiny kind of yeah uh, drought now, and um, yeah, I do love Monster Hunter, and I am yeah. at the yeah. beginning of Iceborne. Uh, so I've been using this period to kind of get myself back into monster because I really, I desperately want to get back into this game because fighting the monsters like that combat is so much fun. It's good. It's, it's, it's so thrilling to like take down, like it's, it's elation to take down yeah, a when monster you that is finally just giving get, you. When you finally kill that big pickle, Rick ass looking motherfucker. <laughs> Double Joe. The angry pickle. Yeah. Shit pickle. It's, uh, it's like, fuck yeah. But uh, what's what's the new event? Because we've talked a little bit about it, Stephen, in the past. But like the new event is now live, so we can we can now dress up our wives in in very uh, very fashionable outfits, which is always important. Yeah, this is the uh, at this point pretty long awaited Sizzling Spice Summer Festival. Uh, they do four of these, uh, four or five of these a year because they also do anniversary events and. This one is their th- summer-themed one, and it has a very um, carnival, uh, like sort of Rio de Janeiro kind of look to it, with a lot of uh, very big feathers and glitter on your body, on your armor, and very orange and green kind of look to everything like that, including on Jordan Mallory's wife, the handler from Monster Hunter World. Uh, she gets her own sort of like um, feather bikini sort of thing. Is, I guess mm. how I would describe it. Yeah. With some mm. armbands and uh, a lot of jewelry kind of hanging off it. Yeah, Merit? She's pretty <laughs> cool. She I love cool. I love the fucking dynamic between the hunter and, and that character in that game. Cause like yeah. you have like, yeah, the handler is just like, I love books and food. And then uh-huh. it's just like <laughs> like I made you this like frankly ludicrous plate of meats. And then it's just like standing by as your character's like, rah, 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 like fucking Gokuing, and she's just like, she's like, oh yeah. yes, oh. <laughs> I love that you that love monster. Oh uh, yeah, go kick its ass for me real quick because I just think that nature is so cool that I want you to go kill it. I just for want me. to see nature be <laughs> rended and torn apart. Uh huh. Um, no, yeah, so this one is actually, I want to say this is way shorter than a lot of their seasonal events because it was very massively delayed, and I think to a certain degree it's like, it's the summer festival! Oops, summer's almost over, guys! (laughs) Uh, we're pretty late into uh, July here, so this one's only running two weeks, whereas I feel like previous Mm. ones have run at least three, um, maybe more. Uh, but this, as a reminder for folks out there, I think I've said it before, it's kind of a PSA, these are an incredible way to get back into the game because they introduce a bunch of daily catch-up mechanics that allow you to farm for very rare items and decorations. Um, decorations in this game are not just like like literal decorations. That's just their word for jewels that you slot into gear that give you different abilities. Right, yeah. Yeah. They're and like runes. The- yeah, totally. Exactly that. Um, in Destiny, they would be mods. Or gemstones. Uh, gemstones take this gem gem. there are still the gems take this gemstone guardian 
<laughs> I'm Eris Morn. Take this gemstone and cross into the darkness of Monster Hunter World. Use your gun to kill this Tyrannosaurus. Can you imagine okay, a Destiny Monster we're... Hunter crossover when the Guardian just shows up and is like, oh, what is this? Another Hive God or something? All right. Anyway, here's my gun. Thanks for helping. Bye. <laughs> Oh, no, because the the true Monster Hunter thing would be if a literal hive god came through and then that just got added as a monster that your hunter has to fight. Fuck. (laughs) Zol is here. Zol got through. I know we were joking about it, but I'm 100% with a month of destiny. Like, the odds of that happening are not zero. Like, let's be clear. Like, (laughs) super aren't. Because they've had some fucking wild shit. And, like, I know a lot of them are just, like, Capcom. Like, they're the same you know, uh, company, but they've also done like, what, like Horizon Zero Dawn? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, Witcher, and, uh, Witcher. Witcher. Know. So like, Final it's, Fantasy fourteen. it's definitely possible. <laughs> I could see our guardian coming through like the portal and be like, hey, there's this big monster you need to kill. Here, take this sword. And our guardian just kind of looks at them and then we just shoot this giant beam of electricity <laughs> at it and just immediately <laughs> atomize it. Like, is that, is that you it? learn is that how to do guys? chaos reach yeah. and it does five damage <laughs> just like uh Gerald's little fireball yeah or the uh the uh, hadouken you can also yeah. do for five damage oh uh, yeah uh, no listen it's fine it's uh, hadouken is very strong against a person but a dinosaur is like 10 mm. times stronger than a person so of course it's going to do proportionally less damage right exactly. yeah well, and also a monster can't uh, master the Sasui no Hado, so uh, their their sort of like key isn't on the same wavelength. It's kind of like yeah, two, you know how like Superman is weak to magic because his Kryptonian biology just can't yeah. deal with it. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? You cast spells on Earth, and they you they you know they defeated Shenlong, so they stand a chance mm. against you. They right, they exactly. found they unlocked Shenlong. They beat him, even though he doesn't exist. And then they're like, "Ha, huh. how do you can?" How do you know you can't? Wow. You defeat Shen Long, and then you can fight uh, Lao Shang Lung, which is a monster hunter monster. <laughs> ah, interesting. Interesting. Uh, monsters. Um, do you know what their monsters in? Mm, Pixar's Monsters, Inc. Pretty much John every Goodman. video game, as it turns oh. out. Uh, and, and that too, and probably the video game version of Monsters Inc. I would imagine, unless it's just about like the people <laughs> in the background. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic is the game that I booted up for the first time in a few months yesterday because it's well, it's been out out for a while, but I don't think I'd played it since it had been like in 1.0. Mm. And a lot of people fucking love that game. They the sure numbers do. of reviews it has on Steam. Uh, the player base seems to be pretty big in terms of matchmaking. And I guess I like it fine, but maybe I just haven't really gotten into like where it gets super good because. So, so I don't know much about, I don't know much about. Get it. Okay. Let me explain it then. Um, it's like, it's a co-op shooter where your goal is to go down into a cave. Uh, dig up certain minerals and resources, dump them into this little minecart on legs that follows you. And then when you have the, like your checklist done, you press the button on the minecart and it summons a drop pod that like crashes down. And then you have to right. escape 
uh, you have a time limit and you have to like escape and then you like complete the mission, get, get all this, these resources that can, I think you can get upgrades to like your items and weapons and then also like buy cosmetics. But I don't know what it is that it's not hitting with me. I love the idea of a co-op live game that where the goal isn't about killing things. Like, Right. If, if anything, killing things in this is something you have to do sometimes. And like getting into fights doesn't really get you anything. The monsters don't drop loot. Um, they're just weird right. bugs that are trying to to kill you because you're in their caves. Uh, can I make an analogy here? And you can tell yeah. me it's um, Deep Rock Galactic seems to me like they made a... what Somebody thought to themselves, what if we mixed Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles with Left 4 Dead? Huh. Mm. Mm. You're yeah, you're not it's not like you, you're in like a noxious zone where you have to stay next to the bucket or whatever, but it is about gathering stuff and like dropping it into this this robot. Um and right. it's class based as well. So there are four classes. There's the engineer, the scout, the gunner, and the digger, driller. Um no, it's and they not, each have different it's not like, like a survival game where there's crafting and stuff. And, You're just solely uh, here to get like materials. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are other types of missions. There are missions where like you have right. to like gather alien eggs and then the aliens get pretty mad at you for doing that. Naturally, um, naturally. There are ones where you have to like salvage uh destroyed minecarts and like find the parts and to re- like put them back together and stuff. And there's sort of like survival, like wave-based things. But um yeah, light is a big deal in that game because the caves are naturally just really dark. So you have flares. Um, you have like one of the classes has a flared gun that can embed them into walls and they're like more bright. Uh, another class has like a platform gun that can like make platforms because there's fall damage Ooh. in this. So like the first right. few times I played it when I just like went like almost straight down. And then when this uh, drop pod, the escape pod came, I was trying to get back up. And I just couldn't. And I was like, I was like, fucked. And then I realized like, oh, you have to kind of think about what your escape route is going to be. Right. Because if you just kind of go straight down, unless you're a class that has like the grappling hook or like the platform gun, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Right. Um, Is there a way that certain classes can help their allies get out? I guess. make Yeah. The gunner, like the gunner has like a zipline creator uh, that anyone can use. Um, the, I want to say the engineer has the platform gun and then the digger has just like these two enormous drills. And if they do it right, they can actually just drill up to where the, uh, the drop pod is, um, oh, like a ramp almost. Yeah. They can just drill straight, like straight there and, uh, make it there in time. Like if you're just pickaxing, it's way too slow to do that. Mm. But the, the digger has these two massive drills, one on each hand, and they can just power straight to the exit, which is kind of can cool. You, can you have multiples of each class or can you only have, yeah. or is it like uh-huh. you have a digger, you have a, okay. Nope. Yeah, no, it's whatever you want to be, um, which is kind of cool. And you can customize your little dwarves. Um, my scout kind of looks like Eggman, which is fun. <laughs> uh, I, I made him bald with goggles and like the mustache. <laughs> Uh, Terrific! So I love it. Merit he's trying to find the chaos emeralds. <laughs> I've got to dig up these chaos emeralds. Um, um, yeah, so I don't know. I might look at it a little more because it, it is, it's like this live game that kind of came up very quietly on early access. Mm. And 
has again, yeah, a ton of um, fan support. So, well, there was actually something I learned in the last week. I actually bought this game too. So, if you want to play this at some point, Mary, yeah, if you want somebody to mess around with you, yeah. Uh, one thing I've learned is it's like, yeah, it's like a weird mainstream crossover success because there's just a bunch of people who are like not into games who are just way into this game. Really? really? Sure, yeah. I don't know where that came from exactly. Interesting. Huh. I mean, it's kind yeah. of, I would say it's like not a, like the shooting aspect of it is pretty played down. Like there's not mm. even like an aim down sights button. Um, mm. you're, the firing is like pretty generous. Uh, so I could see that being, I mean, in a way, it's kind of like Minecraft adjacent in that you're exploring oh, like sure. an underground area and fighting monsters and stuff. So I could see there being crossover from that. Yeah, no, that makes actually now that you say that, that makes perfect sense. And also on top of that, if it is even remotely Left 4 Dead, like I feel like there's been a a number of Left 4 Dead spiritual successors that have happened. And we can yeah. actually mention another one that got announced today. Oh, Yes. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making vermintide you... in space yeah, yeah. space vermintide yeah. they're making <laughs> space <laughs> vermintide 40,000 40, vermintide 40,000 what is it actually called dark tide dark tide uh, yeah I'm very excited for and this one you're just like imperial guard dudes right yeah, yeah you're, you're not, not even just like dudes Yes. I think that makes it so much more interesting. Yeah. Like these big hefty guys Listen, in hefty boy suits. I love Space Marines. I was playing Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine, which is like the dumbest name for a video game ever. <laughs> uh, and it's before they started calling them Adeptus Astartes because they couldn't copyright <laughs> the term Space Marine. But uh, right. I love that game. That game is fucking awesome. But It's cool as hell. But also the idea of the total opposite when you're just like, because if you know anything about Warhammer 40,000 and for everyone who doesn't, it's basically in the grim darkness of the future. Everything fucking sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. Human beings everything live in like a totalitarian sucks. religious society that where like if you don't pray all the time and like be devout and not read and all the stuff, there is a very good chance that like not only could some inquisitor come and fucking torture you to death but that a literal demon could see you reading a book and being like ah yes forbidden knowledge you crave <laughs> or like if you read a book or jack off or do anything some fucking demon <laughs> is gonna like come out of the warp and uh possess you and if th that's also if you don't get killed by like egyptian <sighs> terminators or, yeah, or, the, the or xenomorphs or uh -huh. gundams or <laughs> space elves, or evil space <laughs> or, elves, or, or the, clown or space just, elves. Wait, <laughs> sorry, Merritt, you've you've officially left where I know. Oh, you don't lore. know about the what Harlequins the space lore. I guess not. Okay, pr that's probably because Harlequins were like in the very early versions of 40k, and then they didn't come back until pretty recently, I think. So okay. you were probably in your knowledge of it is in that period where they didn't really officially exist. But yeah, no, they're. Basically, clown space elves. Okay, I need to. I'm then, googling them. And then we have, and we have, and if, if if none of those alien factions kill you, there's a high chance a bunch of the other human factions will kill you. Yeah, because everybody really doesn't get along in this universe at all. It's, it's um. There's also orcs because it's, oh yeah, of course there's and orcs. there's orcs are mushrooms. They're that, mushrooms. Like, crash land on with, your planet with Cockney accents, and it's just they're it's they're lads. The orcs are lads, and also <laughs> their guns and things work because they think that they should. 
Right. All that orcs are powerful psychics, but the only way that they use it is because is they make these shitty guns out of garbage and these shitty cars and they paint and they them red because they're like red goes faster and because they're orcs it does. Oh my god. Which is so I, fun. I think that is, what a fun world. I think that is my favorite piece of 40k lore, lore that I learned is that the orcs, like the weapons don't work. Just they only work yeah. with like Tinkerbell. They believe them to work. Right. So if work. you picked, if a human a, picked one up, it would do nothing. Um, right. Yeah. It's it would incredible. fall apart in your hand. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. I never actually played Vermintide, <laughs> but I, I thought I kept, cool. I kept thinking about it because I do love Skaven. I kept looking at it, and be, but I'm like, I don't want to kill Skaven. I want to be the Skaven. I want to be the mm. rat friends, not kill is the this, rat is this, friends. This is the day one purchase for Merit is what I'm hearing is is Dark Tide. I mean, listen, it's the lads. You got to go Daka Daka. Daka 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 oh, Daka Chapa yeah. Chapa. Yeah, you know, Gork and Mork. Uh, Vermintide 2, I played a lot of that at launch. I have not stayed in with the um dlc very much but i think vermintide 2 is extremely good um so i'm yeah. actually also very excited things. for this I, yeah. I would say out of all of the left for dead kind of like successors vermintide is probably the best at it yeah. I, I was like you i played it only at launch but what i played at launch it felt like it just lifted the entire like genre and idea of it up into a much more interesting kind of format and i just really like the characters that you get to play as in yeah like the priest was the one i always ended up playing as i always found like their interactions very interesting i'm very curious how the how dark title pan out mm. i always i liked the uh dwarf uh but i also really liked the uh fire wizard lady who uh, basically her thing is that she had a fire staff and she could shoot like a laser beam of fire out of it, like solar energy, basically. Mm. But if she shot for too long, she would overcharge and just constantly light herself on fire. So she could still do damage, but she was just on fire and taking damage from her own attacks constantly and screaming, uh, which I thought was a very funny uh, mechanic to that game. <laughs> but uh, the dwarf is also very cool because he's kind of like a little tank, but he's got a very small hitbox because he's a dwarf. Uh, so... Lots of enemies um, would charge at you and stuff, but you could, like, but besides being able to take, like, a lot of hits, you could um, sort of uh, dodge and juke them a good bit. And right. I'm curious how, like, the guys that they showed in the trailer for Dark Tide all kind of just look like the same dude. Yeah. Mm. I, ho I hope they kind of add more personality to them, because I think that's a lot of the appeal of uh, Vermintide. It's like the yeah. four the four characters have very distinct personalities and backstories, and then they all have really interesting uh, re, uh, interactions. Because wasn't the the fire mage like the witch that the priest was like bringing in, and they got like yeah. stopped? Yeah, it's all very it's all very interwoven. And then they all had unique loot depending on who they were. So like the priest right. would get like a different, or the fire lady would get a different staff, and then the like instead of shooting a laser beam, you would shoot fireballs. So you wouldn't like create um, as much heat for yourself but you also wouldn't be able to create as much sustained fire but then you also got an aoe attack and then like the dwarf mm. guy that like would have like subclasses so it's like well this version doesn't have a shield but this subclass has like two axes so you attack twice as fast so, like it was very 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 cool and i'll be curious to see what they do with it with the new one yeah uh no man's sky no man's sky uh they put out an update i think we talked about it last week uh called the desolation update where uh, they basically also added xenomorphs to their game. <laughs> uh-huh. 
they added sort of these uh, horror freighter missions that can appear semi-randomly. There are already freighters in No Man's Sky that you can take or board and trade with people, but they've basically, like, turned a lot of those in the in-game world into these sort of, like, um, floating space coffins full of horrible drones and weird face huggers and environmental hazards, and they seem randomized. So I played a little bit of it over the weekend, uh, hopped into my old save, and uh, kind of randomly stumbled across one of the freighters, and I wasn't prepared for it, but I figured I might as well check it out uh, since it was new and would give me something to talk about. And the way it seems to work is you get to a freighter, and they are abandoned for various reasons, and those reasons seem to be randomized, and you get random modifiers. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, So, like, in my case, the one I got was, like, the gravity systems were fucked, so I moved super slow and couldn't jump uh, or use my jetpack because Mm. the gravity was, like, super high. And the heaters were destroyed, so the whole place was, like, frozen. So... I had to walk through the entire freighter up and down different floors, cutting my way through alien gunk and turn on heaters to keep myself alive and from freezing to death at various times, Uh, all while dodging uh, laser grids and weird drones and finding uh, ship's logs, basically explaining how the alien crew got themselves killed and finding rare loot. And um, for a game that is not really a horror game, I think it works pretty well. I think it's a yeah. cool little addition to to No Man's Sky. Like that game trades on its loneliness a lot, and the loneliness is often beautiful. And in this case, they decided, well, what if we made the loneliness kind of like this horrible and claustrophobic nightmare instead? Right. And it works pretty well because they've done horror before. I remember, like, I vividly remember a story uh, of someone when stumbling on like a monster island uh, or monster planet that was like barren when they arrived. But apparently, like, after they did a little bit of digging, like, the whole planet was just infested with these terrifying monsters that started chasing them around. Mm. And it seems like they're kind of leaning more in into that. Is this, like, so you mentioned kind of, like, modifier. So would this be, like, I don't want to say endgame because No Man's Sky doesn't really have an endgame. But this is, like, like for people that are really, like, leveled up. Or did you find that you were, you know, someone who just kind of hopped back in having uh, a fine time going through it? Like, was it... Is, was it clear that there was, like, a, a discrepancy and, like, you clearly needed more stuff to be really effective? Or was it fine as it is? It felt pretty scaled to whatever my level was. And okay, there, that's cool. Yeah, and there are these new NPCs. So I stumbled onto one randomly, uh, right. but there are these NPCs now called, I want to say they're called the Salvagers, who will appear on space stations, and you can spend money to buy coordinates to different levels of these sort of things, and I think that's maybe where you find a lot more of the more difficult ones. Um, I didn't have, you know, it wasn't easy by any stretch, with like, right. not, I, I didn't have a real weapon on my uh, suit, right. I, I had just my mining laser, uh, but even then I was still able to get through it. It was, it was kind of uh, slow and tough, but it wasn't impossible. Does it, um, like, give you rewards at the end? Is it just for, like, lore, for fun? So, you get a bunch of rare loot, and apparently some of them can have unique, um freighter modifications that that you like basically entirely new sections that you can bolt onto your freighter and will Mm. have uh cosmetic uh effects on your freighter so it'll be like hey you have an expanded cargo bay so you can see the expanded cargo cargo bay jutting out but also it's a bigger cargo bay so you just have more storage now and that's sort of like semi-random loot that has both a um uh cosmetic advantage and like a gameplay advantage which is cool 
Um, I don't have a freighter in that save yet, so I haven't actually been able to equip mine, so I'm not right. sure. But that sounds cool, though. I'm really, I'm always interested in No Man's Sky stuff, even though I've fallen off. It always seems like such a fun game to like if you really lose yourself in, if you really have the time. To just, mm-hmm. I just, I just can't. The gameplay is just where it stops for me. It's just the the hard, the constant harvesting is kind of where I tap out. Yeah, the early hours of that game before you have the automatic resource collectors and stuff like that is definitely a slog. Still. Right. And then there was the last bit of news is uh, Star Wars: The Knights of Old Republic. It Star is, Wars: The Old Republic. The yeah. Old Republic is is now on uh, Steam. You know, yeah. if you that's, that's if it. you if you haven't played it, that's it. There's no not an, an upgrade or a remaster. It's just there. So if you haven't yeah. played uh, this this really good RPG, you should because there's no idea when we're getting another really good Star Wars RPG. Yeah, this is the MMO specifically. Yeah. Oh, right, um, the MMO, the MMO, yeah. Yeah, uh, it works with the existing versions of the game, um, but it is, yeah, it is just that game. Uh, it just so happens that EA has been putting out a bunch of their games onto Steam recently, and this is just them continuing to do that. Yep. But I think I think that's everything. I think we've got all the news. Yeah. Uh, we, we did skip over one important fact, though, for, for spe- specifically for you, Steven. It's like you willed this. You, you're like an orc. You willed this into being... Uh, the beaver errors in Destiny Two have been oh, ro- yeah. mainly, mainly fixed. They 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 finally fixed like the problem we were complaining about uh, about getting kicked out. So so maybe you, Stephen, are an orc and you willed this into being you with your psychic powers. I think Merritt actually was the one who put up with them for the longest by actually playing during <laughs> season of the Worthy. Yeah, um, I'm I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Base Bungo for fixing our beaver errors, and uh, I love to be able to to get pick up bounties. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> finally we can pick I, up bounties in Destiny. I really like being able to visit the tower and not get kicked immediately. I love I being able to go to the tower and see all my my friends, Rahul, Savala, uh, um, hey, Ama- nope, A- A- Amanda, Amanda. Amanda, uh, yeah, yeah, Drifter's yeah, yeah. robot, still, Drifter's Eva's box thing. Uh, Eva's in the wall until October, so she doesn't count. She, yeah, she's in Zavala's closet. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's okay. I'm sure she's fine. She's got exercise to listen to. That's what mm. that's what keeps her healthy. She's listening. That's why to- Zavala was like, "Please don't check any of my personal things <laughs> in my office. Do not open that closet door because Eva is standing in there waiting for October and just sort of staring at the wall." Like a a ghost. <laughs> That'd be such an like. Just Don't get me up. wrong. Like just, she's not tied up or anything. She's just waiting she, there. She wants to be there. She wants to be their guardian. It's, it's fine. her safety zone. Mm-hmm. It's you know, her. You heard the her coming, ward she just of dawn. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, if all is evil, you can. Just, sorry, huh? I was just going to say, I just put two and two together on why Season of Dawn was called Season of Dawn, because of Word of Dawn, because of Saint 14. Just, just figure ah, that out. Just now. Also, it was primarily solar-focused. <sighs> one, one, one brain cell over here, just kind of doing what I can with what I got, you know? Yeah, just, what's the sound of one brain cell rubbing against itself? It's Nothing. just silence. 
Yeah. And that's what I've got left for this podcast. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, Jordo says the sound is actually squish, 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 which with that, uh, I have to go now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like you all to go to uh, on Twitter, Elliot Gray posted a three hour file of Drifter saying, Yum, yum, yum. So it's very uh, good. Go listen to that. On a loop, you That's know. your Thursday. That's your Friday evening. Uh, after, you know, we're going to have that on to the background for the raid. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. It'll be the seventh player. Maximum volume. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but people can watch that raid again. If you're listening to this on Friday morning, which is when this goes live, you can go to twitch.tv slash fanbite to go watch us do Eater of Worlds. Uh, I think that is the one we have elected to do. Yes, um, that time. is correct. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts. We've got a brand new podcast feed page there for you, so you can just see all seven feeds that we have uh, and all the cool things that we do. And I recommend listening to shows like You Love to See It, uh, which Colin was on, I believe, um, very recently. And so we, were you on the last one too, Merritt? I was not I... on the one where we talked about the uh, where they talked about the McDonald's song of fire and ice. No, mm. I was not either. I was on Scream It, the horror uh, podcast. Right, right, yes. right, right. Uh, but yeah, you can go listen to podcasts like that, and you can follow uh, everything that we do on Twitter uh, via at Fanbyte Media. Uh, if yeah. you want to follow, uh, if you perhaps want to follow the rest of us at uh, Fanbyte, uh, I am at Steven Strum, Merritt is at Merritt K, and Colin is at Beguiled Gamer. Uh, other than that, anybody have anything special they want to leave the listeners with? No, I guess I'll just uh, wrap things up by saying keep those numbers going up. Bye! Bye! Bye!